Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is Sardia from the Church Girl Podcast. So today I'm I'm grateful to God. Today is the beginning of Lent. Not everybody celebrates Lent, but today is the beginning of Lent. And I just want to give God thanks because in Lamentations, the Bible says that mercy is mercy and grace is new every single morning i think we take for granted just how much um mercy and grace god has given to us because so many times we're so unwilling to let go of things that keep us from god's presence so unwilling to hold on to his hand so unwilling to be a part of what he has called us to be and I feel like we should, as a Christian, as the body of Christ, as young people, as people who claim the gospel, should always just lay aside. You know, lay aside. Lay aside. The Bible says to lay aside everything that easily besets you. And today, I'm just grateful because a lot of things are happening in this world. We see the coronavirus the confusion that is going on with the presidency in America. We see people dying. We see um, people getting locked up for being Christians. We see um, people getting teased, bullied about being Christian and stuff like that. And uh, trust me, um, it is something. It is something. I get really scared sometimes, even though I'm not supposed to be, because if you're a child of God, there's no way you should be fearful, because the Bible says that when you see these things, look up, because redemption, joy, nigh. So I just feel like, you know, as a body of Christ, let us hold on to God. Let us lay aside the things that easily beset us. Let us hold on to his unchanging hand, because It's not going to get better from here on out because God is coming. Jesus Christ is coming back for his word. So what we need to do is focus on the things that need to be focused on, like the things that we need to do right now, like loving others, um, forgiving people, like because we don't know the minute, the day, nor the hour that we shall leave this earth or when Christ is returning or what should happen tomorrow, 10 seconds from now. But because we have faith in God and know that he's able to do all things that we should just lay aside the things. It doesn't even matter. The other night after church, I was talking to a friend of mine that I've known for many years. And I've known him for all these years. When I was growing up, I was like a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. So a lot of things I didn't really practice, a lot of things I didn't believe in, a lot of things I didn't, like I didn't worship on Sunday. So I was speaking to him and he was like, oh, I remember when we were growing up. Like I was going to church on Sunday and you and you were going to church on Saturday. You were trumping the Bible. But the thing is I had a problem with the belief that I had because I feel like they never really acknowledge God more so than acknowledging the fact that you have to worship on Saturday. And I felt like that's that was something that I don't know if I would have let go of because I remember telling myself growing up that I'll always serve God. I'll always be a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. But when I got older and realized, like, it's not even about the the day that you worship. It's about the time you spend with God, the time that you fully give yourself over to Him. Because you can say you're a child of God, but the only way you can truly 
and genuinely be a child of God is when you completely give yourself to God and hand over everything to him. So even there as we're talking, now he's not really a Christian because he left the church for some reason that I think it had to do with church. But I feel like even as Christian, and that's the reason why I say the day is not even important as to when you worship God. Because if you don't have a life and a relationship with God, like anything can happen and you walk out of God's grace and his presence and his mercy and all that. So when you have a personal relationship with God and when you are fully committed to him, it's like nothing in this world can stop you from seeking him, from going to him, from emptying yourself of yourself and like say, God, complete me. God, take control of me. God, you are what I need. And as Christians today, a lot of people, and that's the reason why I'm so glad that more people are reading the Bible for themselves instead of taking what the pastors or the leaders of the church. Because I feel like when we were growing up, or when people before we were growing up, like they see the pastors as not being human, but they're human just like us too. Because they do sin, they do fall short, they do have to go to God every single day and ask for forgiveness because we're humans. And regardless of the role or the position that you play in church, like you still have times when you falter and you need God's grace and you need him to like, Jesus, um, I'm going to need you to come through for me because right now everything's not looking like it's supposed to, you know. So as I was saying, back to the story, and I'm telling him like all the stuff that I've been through and how I was depressed and because there was a time in my life where nobody could actually find me. The only person who actually had connection to me was my mom, not even my dad. I didn't have any connect because I was so depressed because I was going through a time in my life where I wasn't in church. I wasn't in God. I wasn't serving God at all, period. I got married at a young age, something that God had warned me about, not getting married to get married to the wrong person. Got married, I went through a lot of stuff. I went through a divorce, went through um, him cheating on me and stuff like that. And, and I was going through this time in my life and I was empty, like just resentful of everyone, hate everybody. And I was like, I'm over this. I'm like, God, if it is your will, just take me because I don't see the sense of being here on this earth. I felt like my life was over. Even though I was so young, I felt like there was nothing else left for me to experience because I felt like I've been through it all. And I was saying to him the other night that, listen, trust me, that you don't understand like the reason why I'm standing here today. The reason why I'm standing here today is because of God's grace. I'm like, there has been times when I'm like, God, why am I even living today? What's the sense of waking up every single morning if all I'm going to feel is like I am useless, like I have no place in this world? I, what, what am I supposed to do? And there was one thing I said to him that always stuck out to me is the fact that <laughs> I always said, I don't want to go to hell. Nope. So I'd never commit suicide. I don't want to go to hell. I want to see Jesus' face. Because I've always tell people, like, listen, serve God, do this, that, that. I've always, I'm always the one to be like, oh, you want to get in a Bible discussion? Let's go. Let's talk about the Bible. Let's learn more about the Bible. Let's read the Bible. Let's find out about the Bible. 
And I was like, uh-uh, God, I can't, I can't, nope, I cannot die like this. I need you to save me. I need you to help me. And I went through a, lot, a little problem for like a good couple of second in 2016 i won't say it now but someday i'll explain to you guys what i went through and i met this prophetess and her daughter and i'm telling you it's good to have kin folks it's good to have people that stand up beside you account accountability and all that stuff because trust me it is hard sometimes and they were behind me they like encouraged me to go back to church to go back to god to have a relationship with god because before i knew i had a relationship with god but it wasn't as strong i didn't pray as much i didn't do all that stuff i just knew i was a christian and that's all i believed in i didn't really read my bible to the point where i needed to know it i didn't see god's face daily i didn't do all of that stuff but i'm grateful for them this week because they helped me to understand God on a different level. And when I started praying and seeking God and knowing about him personally was when my whole life changed. It didn't change like completely at the same time, like everything got fixed and I was over my depression. No, I still struggle sometimes with it. But the thing is that I found out was that God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. Like I said in Romans, sorry, not Romans. Like I said in, like I said in Corinthians, God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses, and that is one scripture or one verse that stuck with me, even to this day. Because God knows, I was weak, I was down, I was out, I was completely at a point of like giving up on life. Be like, God, no. This is not it. I'm done with this. Just kill me now. And because I got to know him, love him, experience him, feel him, seeing him like coming through for me on a personal level, not just like, ah, maybe God will come through for me, but actually experience him as as God, as fully being my protector, fully being my deliverer, fully being my God, my friend, fully being God and loving me because I didn't feel like I was loved for the longest while, but I experienced God on a level where I knew he loved me and I could feel him loving me and I could feel like I wasn't completely nothing. Trust me, God is so good and I'm grateful because if it wasn't for him, trust me, I would not be here today talking to you guys. I would not have gone through getting over my depression, getting over my my time of loneliness, my time of time of tribulation, my time of that dark dark place. And I'm grateful to God for that because it was him who got me through it. And I know this because when sometimes I feel like I'm drifting back to that place, I just go on my knees and I pray and I call out to God. I'm like, God, I know you see me or God, I know you hear me and I know that you know what I'm going through. I'm just asking you like to just help me through this process because sometimes people get delivered inst- instantaneously, but sometimes it's a process because in, in the same scripture, it says that 
um, the thorn that was in his flesh was to buffet him. And I know, like, sometimes I'm grateful for... It's not even, like, um, I'm saying, like, I'm glad to have depression. No, I'm not. But I'm grateful for the times when I know that I need God and I have to go to Him to get through a different stage or a different point in my life because it helps me to stay connected to Him and it helps me to be at a place where I know that I can depend on Him. So I'm grateful for that. I'm just grateful for family, friends, for love, for honesty, for peace, for joy, for happiness. Because there, there were times when I, I don't know how to smile, why to smile, what to smile. But now I, I'm grateful because I can smile and fully understand why I'm smiling and fully be okay with smiling. And fully thank God for smiling. Because there was a time where I couldn't smile at all, where I didn't know how to love, where I didn't know how to forgive, where I was so bitter. And so at a point, I've given up. So continue to trust in God and hold on to him and continue to hold on to his unchanging hand because he's a guy that never changes. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what you've been through, that he's able to come through for you. It doesn't matter who you are. Just find that time that place to have that relationship with God and let it not just be um oh a Sunday thing or a Saturday thing let it be a constant thing where every single day you constantly seek and need him because that's what he has called us for his strength is made perfect in our weaknesses I hope you enjoyed this episode and may God continue to bless you and you continue to hold on to his unchanging hand. Bye guys. Love you guys. Enjoy your day.